Hi, and welcome to the Sit Down with Suzanne podcast. I am your host, Suzanne. Well, who am I? I am a author, a life coach, a minister, a motivational speaker, and a leader with over 20 odd years of experience leading multi-million dollar corporations. And I am here for your listening pleasure. For all my returning listeners, I thank you. I thank you for liking, subscribing, for following, for sharing, for leaving a reviews and your feedback. I appreciate every single one of you. And if you're joining for the first time, welcome. I know it's your first, I pray it's not your last, but let's sit back and enjoy the show. So today I'm going to be talking about the myths of self-care. And I did some research and I found so many different definitions of self-care. Um, one was referred to self-care as actions and attitudes which contribute to the maintenance of well-being and personal health and promote human development. Another one says care of self without medical or other professional consultation. Another one says care for oneself, which is very simple. Um, and another one says, these are our daily activities into looking after ourselves, the process of looking after oneself, avoiding all threats and issues that may make a person face irritable and uncomfortable circumstances. And I'll give you the last one, activities and practices we engage in on a regular basis to reduce stress and enhance our well-being. So those were some of the definitions of self-care that I found. For myself personally, how I define self-care Self-care is things that you do to protect your emotional, your psychological, your mental, your spiritual, and your physical well-being. It could be something that is very detailed, or it could be something that is very simple. But whatever it is that you do that brings you peace, that brings you joy, to me, that's self-care. And self-care is so important to me. I have been on this particular self-care journey for a while, and I find things that works for me, and I enjoy. And, you know, it's self-care. It's about self. It's not about being selfish. And this episode myths about self-care will just really kind of break down some of the things that, you know, some of the myths that are out there about self-care. And I want you to know this, if you learn nothing else, self-care is not selfish. Self-care is about taking care of you. Self-care is about replenishing you. What is it that they say on the airplane? And yes, I know that I'm looking forward to going on vacation soon as soon as COVID is at, I, I mean, I want to say go away completely, but I don't know if this is going to go away completely. So I'm looking forward to the, the pilot saying it's time to fasten your seatbelt. But anyway, you know, what do they say when they give you those little directions before the flight takes off? Secure your oxygen mask first before you help somebody else in the case of an emergency. And to me, that is self-care, taking care of you. If you're constantly giving and giving and giving and not replenishing, you're going to get to a point that you will have nothing more to give. And that's what happens to people. So self-care is not about when you're overly stressed out. Like, you know, when you've hit a wall, like, oh, I'm going to do this because I've hit a wall. No, you want to do mindful self-care, self-care that is consistent, 
self-care that will help you not get to that wall where you're like, I am stuck. I can't go any further. So I want to talk to you today about the myths about self-care. And at the end of this, I'm going to encourage you to find a self-care routine that works for you. And a lot of times why people don't find self-care, it's because of these myths about self-care. So I'm going to give you a couple of myths about self-care and I'm going to help you get over them. So self-care is not frivolous. It's not, you know, something that, okay, I'm going to do it because everybody is doing it. There's so many benefits to it. You know, the things that I mentioned in my own personal definition of self-care, um, it helps with that. It helps with your emotional, your psychological, your mental, your spiritual, and your physical well-being. So I am telling you, self-care is so important. And I am on this self-care journey right now. And there's a couple of different things that I am doing personally for me, for my self-care routine. And I'm actually going to be sharing some things later on about how I go about creating and setting up and incorporating it into my day to ensure that my self-care is uh, foremost and top of mind. But let's dig into some of the myths about self-care. Number one, People say the reason why they don't practice self-care is they don't have time for self-care. All right. There are self-care that are long, that you could do something for an hour or two. But self-care is what you make it. It's what brings you joy. So simple things that you can do. So self-care could be 15 minutes out of your day, whether it's, you know, I'm just going to sit down on my back porch and I'm just going to look at the sun, close my eyes and breathe for 15 minutes. That is self-care. And if you incorporate that into your everyday daily life, whether it's, you know, I'm just going to read a book, you know, you don't have time to read a lot of books, but you think about a book that you love and I am a reader, but just reading for 15 minutes a day, that is self-care. Whether it's listening to music by yourself for 15 minutes and incorporating that into your every day, that is self-care. Whether it's you know, it's a favorite show that you binge on. I remember when I was going to school and, you know, there was a, so much going on and I would put on 15 minutes of the comedy at the end of the night just to kind of take away just some of the things that I went through throughout the day. And just that 15 minutes of laughing out loud was so good. So self-care doesn't have to be one, two, three hours. You can make the time for it. And that's one of the myths that I'm dispelling today self-care. You don't need a lot of time to do self-care. If you are very busy and you don't have a lot of time, you can create a self-care routine that is 15 minutes. I gave you some examples of some of the self-care routine that you can do in 15 minutes. But I realize that I am different from everyone else. So what is that self-care routine that works for you? Just sit back, think about it. What brings you joy? What brings you peace? And what can you do for yourself 100% for you 15 minutes a day? 
So that's number one. Number two, I don't have the money. Self-care does not have to be expensive. Okay, I'm telling you, I would love, part of my self-care is to live that yacht life, right? Where I would sail around the Mediterranean once a year. That would be lovely. Or couple, you know, couple times a month, I would go away to this exclusive spa and get pampered within an inch of my life. Yeah, I would love those type of self-care, but I'm not rolling in that yacht life money yet. One day, one day, one day. But, you know, people always say they don't have the money to do self-care. Self-care doesn't have to be expensive. It can be very affordable and it can be very free. You know, one of the things I talked about was reading. I love reading. One of my episodes, I talked about the art of reading, but anyway, that's a different episode. But I love reading books and I was buying a lot of books. And not only does that get expensive, um, you kind of run out of space also. I... I'm a member of my local library and they actually have an app where you can borrow books digitally. So I got the Fire tablet um, and that is an investment. So I think they're what, $70 now, $75. And I got that as a gift. And I got to tell you, I had a really rough time transitioning from books to an ebook, but I love it. It's convenient. It's right there where I leave it. Um, I could turn the light on if it's dark and sneak in a couple chapters and things like that, but it's free. And that's self-care for me. So every day I'm able to read just a little bit, um, of any book that I want. So get in touch with your local library. If you're not a member, get a library card. They have an app you can download. You will spend to get the Fire Tablet or whatever device you have. It doesn't have to be a Fire Tablet. That's just what I have. But you can get a book downloaded to the device of your choice and you can read. So right away, right there, it's free and you can do it for 15 minutes a day. That's self-care. And, you know, things like that. If you want to do facials, you can practice um, facials at home. There's so many things on YouTube right now where you can go and you could find out how to do um, facials with the things that you have at home, how to do a manicure, you know, so all these little things that you can use as self-care and pampering yourself. So that is another myth that is dispelled that you don't have the money because self-care can be very affordable and it could also be free. The other one is I don't have the energy for self-care. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Self-care, it's not about doing something that exerts a lot of energy. Hey, if your self-care is hiking, more power to you. And I don't want you guys thinking I'm hating on hiking because I think I mentioned this on my last episode about hiking. Um, but if that's you, that's you. If it's climbing a mountain, if it's running, jogging, doing all of that. But self-care could be about relaxation. It's about taking a walk in the park. It's about sitting on your porch and enjoying the view. It's about just sitting and listening to meditative meditative music for about 15 minutes. It's just being. So you don't have to expend a lot of energy for self-care if that's what you choose. And like I mentioned, part of my self-care, one of my self-care routines, and a 
Listen, I love self-care. I have so many different things that I do for me to replenish me. My friends are always saying to me, like, you do so much. How do you do so much? Because I make sure I take care of me. So it's that reading. It's that listening to music. It's that, you know, watching some comedies. It's all these things that sitting on my porch and just staring at the beautiful view that God has created that is free of charge. That is self-care. And I don't expend any energy for that. None at all. All right. So that is another myth that is dispelled. Another one that I want to bring up, and it's so important, it shows weakness. People think that if you admit to somebody that you're doing something for self-care, it shows weakness. No, it actually shows strength. You're saying to somebody, I care about my emotional, my psychological, my mental, and my spiritual well-being. And in order for me to be a better person, I am doing this self-care. And you know what? If they don't understand, I'm going to say it. Oh, well, your self-care is about you. And if you want to be functioning, if you want to be well, if you want to thrive, you need to take self-care and do things that uh, promote self-care for you. So it does not show weakness, actually. It's a sign of strength because self-care builds you up so that you're equipped to go out there to deal with this pandemic. God bless these nurses, you know, what they went through. And I pray that every single one of those nurses and doctors and essential workers have some self-care routine that they could do that helps them deal with the atrocities that they're seeing in this pandemic. Okay, all this racial tension and hatred and violence and every single day another shooting, you need self-care because if that's all you're focused on, it's going to be overwhelming. So no, my friend, self-care is not a sign of weakness. It is a sign of strength. And the final one, we say, I don't need it. I don't need self-care. I got this. I'm strong. Child, you're wrong. I am telling you this. We all need self-care. Listen, I am woman, hear me roar. I am black girl magic all day long. I am strong. I am powerful. I am confident. But I need self-care. I am a wife that I take care of my husband. I am a mother. I take care of my kids. I am a child. I help my parent. Well, actually, my dad passed away. I help my mom. I am a sibling. I am there for my brothers and sisters. I am a friend. I am there for my friends. I am an employee. I am there for my employer. I am a leader. I am there for the people that I lead. So I am a minister. I'm there for the people of my church. And under that you know, header, my pastor is above me. So I am there for him to also give him what he needs. So think about this. I am a wife. I am a mother. I'm a child. I am a sibling. I am a friend. I am a 
peer. I am a supervisor, a leader. I am a life coach. I am a motivational speaker. I am a mentor. And those are, I'm a volunteer. Those are just some of the things that I do. So if I, and I love every single one of them, don't get me wrong. No complaints here because I am blessed beyond measure. But if I don't have a self-care routine that take care of me and I keep giving here and giving there and giving everywhere, there will be nothing of me left. So the very essence of me, the very thing that makes me who I am, the very thing that makes me Suzanne, positively Suzanne, fabulously Suzanne will not be there. So you better believe that I practice self-care and I am quite passionate about it. So those are the five things that, the five myths that I really wanted to dispel for you guys. And I really hope that you look into it. One, I don't have the time. Yes, you do. I don't have the money. Yes, you do, because it can be very affordable or it can be free. I don't have the energy. Yes, you do, because it can be relaxing. It shows weakness. No, it doesn't. It's a sign of strength to recognize that you need help and to go out and seek it. Hallelujah. I feel like I'm in church right now. Amen. All right. And the last one was, I don't need it. Yes, you do. We all need self-care because when you think about it, all of these things that we do, all of these roles that we play, all these demands that are on our time, it takes a little bit. And while we love all these roles and we enjoy it, we cannot constantly keep putting out. We need to put back in. We need to replenish in order for us to give. So bear with me. You need self-care. So at the end of this podcast, I'm going to encourage you to go ahead and create a self-care routine, something that brings you joy and go ahead and do that because I'm telling you, self-care is worth it for me. All right. So here's a simple self-care routine that I do for me. Um, I don't know if you guys follow me on social media. You should. I am Positively Suzanne on Facebook, on Twitter, and Instagram. And I'm also on YouTube. And I do try to put up motivational videos as often as I can. Um, But I like dressing up. I like gowns. And I happen to like tea. I'm not a coffee drinker. One of my self-care routine is... I love a tea party and my friends and my sisters have been making fun of me recently. I'm all in love because I have a tea party almost every day because I enjoy tea. And that moment for me, I have my little tray, like it's a fancy, it sparkles, of course. I have my teapot. I have way too many teapots, FYI. I have my little teacup and my little saucer for the milk. And I can just make a cup of tea and drink it, but it's the setting it up for me. It's that routine for me. It's boiling it, pouring it in, sitting down and pouring a cup of tea 
making it and drinking it. That's it for me. I love it. So my sister's like, just make the cup of tea. No, I want the routine because it brings me peace. It brings me joy. And that is one of my self-care routine. And yes, sometimes I dress up for my tea parties. Sometimes I wear a gown. Sometimes I invite my kids. Sometimes I invite my friends. Sometimes I invite my sisters. But most of the time, my tea party is all by myself. So please discover what works for you and have at it. Have a great time creating and maintaining your self-care routine. I hope you listened to this episode. And if you did listen to the episode and enjoy the episode, please go ahead and, um, subscribe, like, share. The podcast is available in all major podcasts and directories. It's on Amazon Music. It's on Apple um, iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on iHeart. It's on Pandora. It's on Stitcher. It's on Google Podcasts. It's on TuneIn Radios. There's quite a bit of different. And of course, it's also on Buzzsprout and it's on www.positivelysuzanne.com. So there's a plethora of um, opportunities for you and ways for you to subscribe to the podcast, like, share, encourage, um, leave your comments, leave your feedback. And as always, this is Suzanne saying thank you for listening. And until next time.